T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The score! Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. The Kelsey Bulls here. We're going to play against each other. We have lost every matchup so far. No longer a Chiefs fan, Trav. Sorry to break it to you. Um, <laughs> Travis says it doesn't matter. Mom can't lose. She's going to lose and she's going to win. Don't you dare talk about my mother like that. <laughs> Did we think it was going to be both of us? I didn't really ever fully anticipate it happening until pretty much last week. But why do you want to play me in the Super Bowl? That's been the goal. I don't know. It just sounded cool. Somebody's got to send their brother home, man. The Kelsey Brothers on the New Heights podcast. Junior sister ever competed things? No. Nope. Uh, she was sort of a more competitive dancer, and I, I can. You I never, can. you never went out there and no, did and we, your we, own flash dance type deal. And we didn't overlap in school. Okay, there's that much distance between you. Very different. She was. I mean, come on, we're just leading very, very different lives. She was like actual homecoming queen, and you know, super popular, you know, like shining star. And I was, you know, with my nerd friends. Yeah. What'd your nerd friends do? You know what I mean? It was, I, no, she was a terrific student as well, but she just, she led a very different high school life. I mean, it's, it's for me, like watching these two guys, like their, their podcast, the New Heights podcast is really good. They, uh, we actually got some more stuff from that, which we'll get to in a little bit, but seeing them face off against each other, but not face off against each other, you know, they're not going to be on the field at the same time. You brought up the idea of it being really hard on the parents. The worst. You can't win. You can't win. One of your kids is going to be really unhappy. Yes, but at least both of them already have a Super Bowl ring. Still. I know, but it's it, it would be different if Jason's trying for his first ring and Travis <laughs> keeps him from it. <laughs> right. You know, versus both well, of these. Jason. Yeah. Not your Jason. Yeah, he ring. Well, he might be, right? There's an executive someday. Who knows? Well, I mean, can't they win conference or something? <laughs> he he just wants them to go to one tournament. Really? When he's, when he's in college, he just he just wants No, that. forget about college. I'm talking about in high school. Oh, yeah. They could win something. See? Sure, they could win City this year. There you go. And they passed damn Lane Tech. Well, they got a lot of kids over there. Like 5,000 kids at Yeah, Lane. I just wonder if the coaches are at their practices this early in the morning, too, because it's 
I just, I just wonder. I don't, I don't see. They're, they're not walking with him when I see them all walking back. But that's, that's just running through my mind. Like, I, lo- I love you that, being conspiracy that dad. Looks really organized. Like, those, hey, is this, is this organized team activities or oh, unorganized that's what I mean. team like, activities? These, that's got a real OTA look to it with all those kids with their baseball backpacks marching down Campbell all the way from Bradley Sports right into school every morning. Hey. They all just so happen to show up there. They got know. good captains, it seems like. That's what it is. It's 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 strong senior strong leadership. Strong senior leadership. That's what it's got. That's be. what they're doing. They're yeah. out there and No, they're they're a really good program. They are. They they but they do have a lot of kids, man. That's a big, big, big school. I wonder how these guys are handling this. Because I, I feel like you just kind of go out and play. Both of these guys are what's they're the fine. what's the word? Avuncular, right? Like they have a lot of fun. And they seem to have a lot of fun together, but they're they both know, which I respect about them, they both know how to turn on and off their killer. They don't seem like the Harbaughs. Correct. They it doesn't seem like a pathology with them. Because with the Harbaughs, there's no off switch. Right. There's just on, and they're gonna mean mug and smile at you weird and put on khakis and go get khakis from the Walmart and everything else. With the Kelseys, it seems like two guys that are very appreciative of what it is they are and what it is that they have. And now you get to see them. I just finished doing my uh, my prediction for the Sun-Times during the break. I, I got the email from Patrick Finley, and he's like, hey, why don't you let's go. We got to pick the Super Bowl. And I can't pick against Patrick Mahomes. That's sort of where I am on it. That's that's like the thing now where I don't want to say that he's reached Brady status because he obviously hasn't. But every time you start to think, well, the league's catching up to Patrick Mahomes. Mm. Right. And then you remember, he's the best quarterback in the league. He can win on one leg. Uh Uh-huh. Randy Mueller is the co-host of the Football GM podcast, the former general manager of the Saints and the Dolphins. You can find him on Twitter at Randy Mueller underscore. You can find him on the score hotline right now, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Randy, what's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing great, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thank you for being on. We really do appreciate it. Obviously, the Super Bowl is going on, but you know what's happening here in Chicago, Randy. The number one pick is is the Bears pick. It looks like they have a quarterback that they really, really like, so they're not necessarily in the market for a quarterback. How do these things go when teams around the league know that the the Bears are probably going to be in business to trade a little bit? When should we expect to start hearing about some of these conversations that might be happening behind the scenes? Well, I don't know about when you can expect to hear about them, but I know how it works, and those conversations will happen. Um, I've made some of those deals a month before the draft. I've made some of them draft morning. So it kind of depends on the participants. I think if, if I'm Ryan Poles, I'm probably drudging up as much interest as I can. You, you need a couple different people that want to come up for whatever reason. But here's the thing I would caution Bears fans on is, how far do you want to drop, and do we want to drop out of the elite blue-chip players? So I don't think they're anywhere near sorting that out yet. Um, I think that will happen over the next two months. They'll determine uh, how many really elite players, regardless of position, are in this draft, and they surely won't want to drop below that line. What's your opinion on that? What's the line for you as you look at this year's draft? I don't, and I'm not dodging the question. I just don't know right now. I don't, haven't spent enough time at it. This time of year, we've spent 
really focusing on the football season and kind of the ins and outs from the GM chair on our podcast. So I hope to do that over the next two or three weeks is kind of start honing in on some of those draft prospects. I've heard a lot of people saying, you know, Bryce Young or this quarterback, that quarterback. That doesn't really fly with me. I, I don't. I would not anticipate a team that needs to fill a quarterback spot uh, determining at this point those are the guys that they want. I think too much uh, of a narrow focus is a problem for teams, and they're going to keep their focus wide and, and kind of cast a little larger net because, let's face it, the teams that are at the top are there for a reason. They're not just missing one player. When you say dredge up interest – I'm curious how that's actually done now. Is it is this like a romance? I mean, do you send a little kind of thirsty text message? Somebody say, hey, by the way, what do you think of our pick? You pick up a phone call. Like, what is the actual mechanism based on relationship with your counterparts for how? I mean, because you don't want to look too needy. You don't want to look like you're trying too hard. How do you strike that that balance when you're trying to foment some of these things? Yeah, I think that's an art. There's no doubt. The skills of acquiring players and and uh, really determining interest in one's valuable tools or picks, and this would be one, that's kind of, uh, I, I've always thought, I, I, the longer I was a GM, the better I got at it, because it, acquiring players is twofold. It's evaluating them, then it's valuing them, and then it's actually acquiring that player. So it's really threefold, I guess. Um, I think that will happen, again, over the next month or so. I do think you have to set different parameters with teams to say, yeah, we're interested, but, you know, and then you can kind of work, to be honest with you, through the media a little bit to kind of send messages, send shots over bows in certain cities and places. And I think you want to keep all options open at this point if you're if you're the Bears. How did you make sure that when, when you were in the draft room, if you're watching players play on Saturday, if you've got all the breakdowns, on guys, how did you keep yourself from falling in love with a player that you didn't fall in love with on Saturdays once you got to the combine and pro days? Yeah, I think that's that's a little bit of a skill set that, again, experience matters. I think decision makers, the more times they've been through it, it matters. I always, I never would be enamored by the first impressions of a coach at the Senior Bowl or what somebody did at the combine because those aren't really true indicators. Um, In fact, at the Senior Bowl, and I'm not disparaging the Senior Bowl, but a lot of those kids hadn't done much for two months. It's their first, really, football action since the end of their regular season. Some guys are asked to play different positions. There's just a lot of unfamiliarity with their roles, so that's always hard to develop a first impression as an evaluator scene. Um, the, The combine itself really is the underwear Olympics, as we all know. So not a lot gleaned from that other than the interviews and and the background information you can get. So you've got to, I I would never play the cards at this point. I would keep everything close to the vest. And, and really it's about not only evaluating, but it's finding the right guy for us. And that our guy may be of lesser value somewhere else. And that may allow you to have some options and and maneuver a top pick like that. If, If you know somebody that, isn't valued necessarily by others, I wouldn't be afraid to back up if you knew you could acquire that player and some other chips along the way. What was it like when the Bears offered a first-round pick for Rick Meyer and you were on the (laughs) other end of that phone? I can't even imagine 
what you must have thought. Did you like cover the phone and look you're like, you're not going to believe what they're offering. I just, I, I can't imagine what that side of it was. <laughs> well, uh, it wasn't quite like that, <laughs> but we knew we wanted to move Rick. We knew we had to make some tough decisions. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there were a couple teams involved in that trade in particular. Um, and, and I think the Bears, the fact that we knew Rick was a Notre Dame guy, obviously at that time, and you guys know Ted Phillips probably as well as I do, Notre Dame guy, there were some connections to make. And I think they were further along as a franchise than where we were in a rebuild. So they kind of thought a quarterback might make more of a difference. We had a lot of other things we had to do. So it was an easier deal for us to make. Um, but I understood it from the Bears' point of view, too. And uh, Marvin Demoff was his agent. So there were just a lot of things that lined up, really, with, with people in the Chicago front office at the time. And even Mike McCaskey at that point, because I remember meeting with him at the East-West game, which was you know early in the process for us to move a player. So there was a lot of things that lined up for us, and it, it worked out well. I think um, Rick had some say in it because he was going to have to redo his contract and, and sign a new deal with the Bears. Uh, in fact, at the end of the day, we had to kick in a fourth-round pick to send with Rick at the request of Marvin Demoff, Rick's agent, who wanted to have Rick show up with a chip for the Bears. So there's a lot of dynamics here that a lot may not understand, but it, it worked out good for you know uh, for us, for sure. <laughs> but the Bears ended up with an extra pick from us to make the deal happen. I was at the first practice. I was covering the Bears on the beat then, and that very first padded practice in Platteville, Wisconsin, and he was throwing it like 20 feet over people's heads, and <laughs> the the cadences were all strange, and we're looking at each other like, oh, my God. Like, what's, what's good? It's got to be better. It's just got to be jitters. And, uh, I mean, you know, you know how it ended up, and it was not great. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. Sometimes it's about fit and systems. And that was the biggest thing where we knew Rick wasn't going to fit in Dennis Erickson's system in Seattle, but he did some things really well. I always thought he would have been a, a good West Coast offense quarterback. And, I, and the, believe it or not, the 49ers were involved at that time as well, and that was the other team. So mm-hmm. there was interest. It wasn't just the Bears. Randy, what's your scout's eye tell you about Justin Fields? Um, I like him a lot. Obviously, the athleticism is easy to focus on. I thought the Bears did a really good job of addressing the the concerns that had kind of reared their heads the first year on the job, and they tailor-made some things for him to have success. I think the kid had to have success in order to move forward. Now we've seen him in the running game. We've seen the play-action game. Now we've got to find a way to progress as a pocket passer. In other words, just what Jalen Hurts was a year, year and a half ago, I see a lot of that in Justin Fields. So hopefully the results will be the same and they can actually advance that, you know, pocket passing game. But that's the next step. He, he'll either have to find ways to get the ball out on time or, or he's going to struggle to hang on to it and have to wait till receivers get open. So that would be my biggest hurdle right now with him. He's got to develop some of that anticipation, some of that instincts, some of the natural quarterbacking ability rather than hold it, hold it, hold it, and then throw it when the guy gets open. Last question. Randy, appreciate your time and uh, joining us today. What is the biggest general managerial lesson to learn from the fact that these two teams are in the Super Bowl? What's one thing that each team did very right from, from the GM level? They've identified players that fit their need, and they haven't been afraid to let others go. 
In other words, you saw what Kansas City did uh, by letting the receiver go to Miami. A lot of people criticized them for that, but Andy Reid did not want to pay 20-some million dollars to a non-quarterback, so I get it. They have confidence in their style and what they have to do to make their style work. They don't really care about the outside noise, and Howie Roseman's been really good at that, and, and I think Andy and, and his group have been really good at it as well. The outside noise does not affect them, and that's not a commonplace thing around the league, at least from my opinion. This was great, man. Randy, thanks so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Hey, anytime, guys. Good to catch up. That's Randy Mueller, the former GM for the Saints and the Dolphins, director of personnel for the Seahawks. Why you put that man on the spot with the Rick I, Meyer thing? Because you just, know he was laughing in the background. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, they want to give us what? Oh, yeah. We, uh, we'll give you a first rounder. Oh, great. <laughs> we'll, we'll send you a fourth. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> right. Okay. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> Next up, Sean King, the former Buccaneers quarterback, is going to join us on the score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Dan Bernstein, Lawrence Holmes. Man, Bernstein and Holmes, best show in radio. I love it, boys. Middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score. Just simply the best! Looking for Johnson in the end zone. Touchdown. His second of the game. Well, Sean King did a marvelous job of looking off the coverage. One more mic'd up from John Lynch. Here it is. You have it, then you'll have it for the rest of your life, and they can never take it away from you. Huh? That is the truth. No matter how you get that ring, you get that ring. Yep. And you got John Madden talking about you, mm-hmm. which is great. Can't you got, be. If you got a highlight of John Madden talking about you as you win a championship, solid. It's great hearing the highlights of Sean King. It would just be nice if we actually had Sean King. Well, hopefully he'll join us in a second. It's one of those days, man. Yep. You know? Ray's out here booking his ass off, and like, oh, I'm not mad at Ray. I know you're not. You're not doing anything wrong. Ray's doing great. It's like one of those days All where right. it's like, oh, we're set for blah blah blah, and odd times because of how our clock changes in the one o'clock hour, and mm-hmm. you like that. Get him on the phone. Sometimes it's that time of year where this is Super Bowl week, and that means that that yard. That means that football people with things to sell generally are going to be made available by publicists. Right. And, and there are all sorts of games that get played 
where a publicist will say, yeah, well, you, you get so-and-so, but you got to also take so-and-so. So if you start wondering, like, how – like, why are they talking to this guy? Why they, usually you're talking to a small fish to talk to a bigger fish sometimes. Yeah, why are, why are they selling boner pills right now? <laughs> Well, that you know why. Or, or water. Right, we're talking to... Takes ho- away your concussions. <laughs> They're talking to special nasal spray, the anti-concussion nasal spray. Yeah, it's like Hall of Famer so-and-so and here. We'd love to talk about your Hall of Fame football career, but first tell us about how your balls fell off. Do you hear the phone ringing, by the way? No. Okay. Because a bat of coal is calling the phone in here and he's laughing. <laughs> why is he just to make it ring? Yeah, because he's because I can hear it. He knows right. I can hear it and he's trying to distract me. Oh, now I hear it. See, and then he's... Oh, there it is. There it is. I hear it. He's a jerk, isn't he? Why is everybody messing with you? And now they're printing stuff. (laughs) (laughs) They're printing stuff. They are calling me. (laughs) Because they miss him. They don't see him enough. Maddie's going to be there setting up a crockpot next. (laughs) (laughs) Deadline for Japanese pitching prospect Masahiro Tanaka is Friday. Uh, the Yes Network says that he's going to pick between the Cubs and Yankees. Narrowed it down to that. Mm-hmm. In the NFL, Paul Pascaloni sets to take over one of the Bears' defensive coaching openings. Both line and linebacker positions are open. And the United States has offered to send military assets. No, they offered to send Joe Dredge, actually. <laughs> what was that? What? what? <laughs> Something happened over there that was probably bad. <laughs> what did you just do, Matt? Okay, something. You gotta show him that. Show him that so I don't look like a sucker. I'll, I'll go over here. I want to <laughs> the only one this happens to. The only one. Look at that. I don't know if I could say that. <laughs> what the hell's going on out here? <laughs> that's that's perfect for Ron G too. <laughs> That couldn't be better. <laughs> they're all trying to get my attention, and they're like, look, look, look. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> We're the worst. <laughs> we really are. I, it just, it's just always raunchy. Well, you know, the, the actor Andrew Koenig, he was on Growing Pains. Okay. You remember that TV show? I. Uh, it's uh, a flicker. Yeah. Is that the one with the, where Alan Thicke sang the... Theme song. Yeah, right. That's okay. the the what's it? Kirk Cameron. Yeah, right? throwing pains. Kirk Cameron. Yeah. So his his best friend on the show, the actor Andrew Koenig, his character name was Boner. Okay. Like Merkel's Boner. Right. And then there's a story of the New York Post that we just alerted Ronji to. Where the, the headline is in quits. Boner found dead in Canada. <laughs> Wait, just doesn't take Sean much, does it? He's gone. <laughs> Can't tell you the thing about. Uh... Uh, by the way, happy 50th birthday to Matt Abaticola. He had a big old party this past weekend. I didn't oh, make it out there. God. Tanny did. His Western theme. So people wearing big old belt buckles <laughs> oh, no. and cowboy hats and whatnot. But yes, I love it whenever they would put, they would they would get Ranji into a laughing jag. It's one of my favorite things that would ever happen on the score. Four in Baltimore, three in Cleveland, and four in Boston. Is there a Matt Abanacola? Happy birthday, Maddie. It really wasn't that difficult to do. Yeah, he's a joyous person by nature. Mm-hmm. So, but you get him, and then you got him. Like, you, 
there's no recovery. And the beautiful thing was you could go back to it mm-hmm. later in the day or later in the week. Yeah, once something was desensitized to that level, you could go and, and, uh, and just push the button again and know that it could happen. I run oh. into those sometimes. Sometimes I, I I hope that it's not like a sign of mania or WrestleMania, brother. Yeah, it's, a, it's a sign of incipient WrestleMania. <laughs> so I just want to tell you the day we're having over. I'm personally Wait, did, having what the I day we're having. Did I just see what I thought I saw? It was Boomer Asiden just called well, that's in. I'm I was wondering. Like, I, just, that, that's, I, 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 I was like, sorry, Boomer. That's This is not the show. We're supposed to be talking to a different former quarterback right now. Right. We were waiting for Sean because King. And then I, I honestly, I, I I look down at my screen and it, as the caller ID and it just says Norman Esiason. I'm I like, was already I know who that I is. I was already called out by the afternoon guys for putting Kevin Harlan on Friday when they, or on this week, when they apparently always speak to Kevin Harlan Friday well, before the Super Bowl. What did Boomer want? Boomer Why was, can't we talk to He was just saying hi? Kevin Harlan. I like Kevin Harlan too. I know. I know. I know they're they're messing around a little bit, but apparently it's a long-standing tradition that I screwed up this week for them. Oh well, so. you got wow. you got to tell us these. I, these how can un- it be a long-standing tradition? These unwritten rules of guesting. You got to tell us this. They can't lean on tr- tradition. The two of them are never on the same show, and <laughs> we're messing up tradition. Come on, please. I think they're just messing with me. I think they probably. Were. I yeah. hope so, yeah, because they know that you just you're unlike Shane. You just kind of be like. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, we're, we're, it's fine. Yeah, we're, this we're, isn't Shane us. Shane would go back to his office and start throwing knives at a corkboard. This this isn't us putting on Bill Fickner. Like, yeah, we get right. it. Like, that's their guy. That's, or Boomer Esiason, who just called that line. We should have put Boomer on. That's Ray, that's what I would have done. Like, Lawrence, the producer, would have totally been like, hold on, Boomer. Let's get you on with the guys. Put you right up. Guys, Boomer Esiason's on the phone. You want to talk about the Super Bowl with him? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't prepared anything. Who is he? Who's going to write me some questions? Who's he write me questions? I don't know. Is he a former cub? Why can't you find Paul Popovich? Hey, Fred, uh, why don't you lead this one? Is he a pro bowler? What year was he working the side circuit? You're working the side circuits? I got some bad information. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. It wasn't bad information. Right it just didn't mean what you thought it meant. It's right there. He's not a professional bowler. It's really bowler. good information. Speaking of professional bowling, how's Mookie Betts doing at the at the Open? Do you see I don't that? know. I haven't. I, you were in charge of that. I just saw one article about it. Well, that, he's a great bowler. I know. And he was actually holding his own for a while. He was. This is. Now, the, can you imagine being Mookie Betts? Like he's basically Mister Perfect. Kurt Henning, R.I.P. He can do. Everything he can do, everything you want a baseball player to. Thought you meant Doug Henning for a second. No, there. Like, wait, what? Well, maybe it's an illusion. <laughs> and it's a rainbow. No, but he can he can dunk a basketball, and he's like my size. He can go get it in the outfield. Has one of the best arms I've ever seen. Yeah, world class athlete, absolute world class. Can athlete. bowl. His bowled a three hundred game in the past. Like the guy is incredible. I hope he wins. It's the U.S. Open in Indianapolis, and apparently he's not talking to media there. None of his people are talking to media, but he's there. He's there rolling. Who do you think you are? I am. It's one of my favorite sound bites ever. I that one of one of my greatest sporting accomplishments. I got to bowl a game with Pete with Dick Weber. Oh, the legend, legend. His, That's Pete's, outstanding. Pete's dad at Bowlerama. I got it was. 
I got to I got to bowl with Dick Weber. Who, was all- who do you think you are? I am. And he just kept going, and it was all nonsense. Yes. Did it right. He apparently was yelling at a heckler. Yeah. He wasn't yelling at his opponent. No, I know that he wasn't yelling at his opponent. I thought he was just yelling. Like, he, he was just having a moment. And he's like, let me celebrate. Then you get, who do you think you are? I am, which is one of the best drops ever. Who is the best athlete relative to his or her sport with whom you've actually played their sport? Like, I, it's, it's pretty hard to, bowling with Dick Weber is like golfing with Arnold Palmer. Because that's really the equivalent. I played a flag football game with Rasheed Davis, Meh. and I won. Well, okay, that's that's good. I was quarterback in one team; he was quarterback yeah, in the other. I'm talking and like I a, won. like a legend, like one of the you mean superstars like, of their sport. You mean like when I was like a kid? At any time in your life, Cliff Floyd. You played baseball with, against Cliff Floyd. Yes. Okay. And it was terrifying. Because those were real aluminum bats. Yeah. Oh, those weren't BB core bats. Mm-hmm. He could have killed people. Yeah. Yeah. At least you were behind the plate, though. I was on the bench, but because <laughs> right, well, I was, I was like a sophomore. But, but that dude. Yeah, man. Th- that like you go. Oh, that's what that looks like. That's mm-hmm. what it looks like. Mm-hmm. The really good ones. That's what it looks like. And I mean, this was outside of their sport. But I got a sense of it real quick when we did that charity basketball game with a bunch of the Bears. Yeah. And I had to guard Charles Tillman. Good luck. Yeah, no fun. Good luck with all that. And you're like, oh, that's right. Professional athlete. That's when when I got to coach the Bears basketball team. I did score in that game, though. And I about that. If you never saw Brian Erlacher play basketball or ping pong at the with basketball at the peak of his abilities is astonishing. Or like he that was where you would find Brian during Bourbonnet. He'd be in that little uh, gym area playing ping pong and just destroying people and getting ready for rallies. So according to our texter, that the bowling was on Fox yesterday and there was no Mookie to be seen. So oh, boo. He apparently has been knocked out of, of the U.S. Open at some point. Well, the good thing is is that we'll probably rebook Sean. I mean, the probably football, tomorrow. Yeah, the football Sean King. We'll We're, already working. We're already working on I mean, the details. Get, you get the other one. I got some questions. I have one specific question that I want to ask him. Yeah, why do you pretend that? Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but you know, <laughs> this Sean King, at least we know, is actually black. <laughs> yes, we right. could do that. Right. But this actually gives me time because I had planned out a small game to go with our next segment. Really? Uh huh. So we'll do that next here on the score. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score. So something cool happened at the Grammys last night. There was actually a lot of cool stuff that happened at the Grammys, but something particularly cool happened for one of my favorite performers. Stevie Wonder? Well, right. He did walk across the stage, and it kind of looked like he knew where he was going. Yeah. Anybody talking about that? I'm sure. We got to get the breakdown of the videos. You know, Me and Golf will get on that, and we'll look at the videos and tell you that that, that man can see. Um, by the way, I believe Tributosaurus is... Doing some some Stevie Wonder this weekend. Okay. We'll talk with, with Speaks about that when they come in here in just a minute. But Viola Davis got a Grammy for her book, the, the reading of her book. That makes her an EGOT. 
I, I still think it should be GOAT. G-O-T-E. I think that you might be right, but it's too late. The train is too far down the track. Damn. I think that everyone, if you have not seen the movie Fences, just for her ability to ugly cry in this scene, it is worth it. We ain't talking about baseball. We're talking about you going off and laying up with another woman and bringing her home to me. That's what we're talking about. We're not Rose, talking about no baseball. you're not listening to me. I'm trying to explain it to you the best way I know how. It's not easy for me to admit that I've been standing in the same place for 18 years. Well, I've been standing with you. I've been right here with you, Troy. I got a life, too. I gave 18 years of my life to stand in the same spot as you. Don't you think I ever wanted other things? Don't you think I had dreams and hopes? What about my life? What about me? Don't you think I ever crossed my mind and want to know other men that I wanted to lay up somewhere and forget about my responsibilities? That I wanted someone to make me laugh so I could feel good? You're not the only one who's got wants and needs, but I held on to your toy. I took all my feelings, my wants and needs and dreams, and I buried them inside you. I planted a seed and watched and prayed over. I planted myself inside you and waited to bloom. It didn't take me no 18 years to realize the soil was hard and rocky and it was never going to bloom. But I held on to you, Troy. I held you tighter. You was my husband. I owed you everything I had, every part of me I could find to give you. And upstairs in that bedroom with the darkness falling in on me, I gave everything I had to try and erase the doubt that you wasn't the finest man in the world. And wherever you was going, I was going to be there with you because you was my husband. Because that's the only way I was going to survive is your wife. You're always talking about what you give and what you don't have to give. But you take too, Troy. You take and don't even know nobody's given. She's just amazing. Like, she's so good. She won the Oscar for that role as Rose Maxson. She won the, the Tony, Tony mm-hmm. for that role. And if you wonder why that scene and that role, particularly that scene, that's the Oscar scene, is that she's, if you know August Wilson's plays, and, and that she she's representative of... American black women. Yes. And and th- that she's speaking for a lot of people. She's she's speaking for the sacrifices, not just of Rose. Rose is an allegory. Rose is a symbol. Mm-hmm. So she's got an EGOT. How many EGOTs can you name, Dan Bernstein? Oh, shoot. I can name Rita Moreno. Yes, that is correct. Oh, Mel Brooks that is, is an correct. EGOT. Mel Brooks is an EGOT. I believe Jennifer Hudson... I don't think she's got all it, of them. Oh, I think so. Does she have all? I think so. She wasn't on the list, but maybe. I would look that up. All right. Let's find out if Jennifer Hudson's got an Whoopi EGOT. Whoopi Goldberg is an EGOT. That is correct. Confirmed. You can add Jennifer right. Hudson to that list. to the list. Okay, yeah. so pretty good. I, I think that's, that's that's probably the top of my. You're doing. You, there, there are more. I'm sure. But there, there are more that you're not thinking of. That, that there, Some of these are obscure because they're producers. But as far oh. as like talent goes. If I said outstanding youngish musician, John Legend, correct. If I said whirlwind play producing playwright, I'm Stoppard. Recent, Lin Manuel Miranda, correct. 
maybe the greatest music producer of all time. Quincy Jones. Correct. Let's see. That's a pretty good $10,000 pyramid we got going here, right? Maybe the greatest producer of musicals and plays of all time. Sondheim? Keep going. Legendary musical. Andrew Lloyd Webber. There you go. Correct. One of the best singers of all time. Aretha? No. You're in the ballpark. You're definitely in the era. Streisand? Correct. We'll add, we've got Viola Davis. Um, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Right? Not the song. The movie. Wait, Audrey Hepburn is an EGOT? She is. Really? Mm-hmm. That shocks me. It's the truth. Okay. Let's see if there are any. Oh, um, incredible foreign singer fought for civil rights in America. Harry Belafonte. Very good, Dan. I'm not looking at a list, by the way. I am not. I promise. Titanic. Uh, it's not Leo. Nope. It's what's her name? Kate Winslet. Correct. He wants to go flamethrower to this place. If I was the man I was five years ago, I'd take a flamethrower to this place. You guys don't get that one? Mm-mm. Okay. Pacino. There it is. I'm trying to think. Is there Dumb any- it down. Go, go middle brow for us. I mean, that's pretty much. Oh. At least you didn't go say hello to my little friend. Um, Really great movie and television producer. Daughter-in-law. Very famous in sports. Daughter-in-law. Mm-hmm. Very famous in sports. Old school movie and television producer, daughter-in-law, very famous in sports. You guys got any guesses? Norman Lear. It's not. I mean, you're in the ballpark with Norman Lear. In the ballpark with Norman Lear. Like era-wise, about the he's probably at the tail end of that era with Norman Lear. I'm trying to think of big time producers. It might help you better if you think about the daughter-in-law. Still really famous in sports. Athlete? No. Coach? Reporter. If I said, got in some trouble a couple years ago and lost her gig. Still nothing? No. Mike Nichols. Okay. Wait, I hit whoa, whoa, whoa! Whiteboard this for me. Rachel Nichols is his daughter. I had no idea. Yeah, I had absolutely no idea. Because I would say director more than producer for Mike Nichols. You know, writer, director too. Oh wait, there's one. There's one more that you should probably know. I had know. no idea they were related. Another great. Oh man, there's two that you should know. Old school, old Hollywood actress, known for. How deeply she threw herself into roles. Hmm. I'll give you this one. It's Helen Hayes. Okay. One more. Another musical producer. Great musician. Great producer of music and musicals. In the same vein as Andrew Lloyd Webber. I, I went. I went to. I went. Stephen Sondheim, Andrew Lloyd Webber. Keep going. Keep going. And, and? who else would do a thing? He's a they. Your dance cousin Marvin Hamlish. There you go.
Well done, sir. You did really well on I'm this. I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Yep. I, I don't know if I... Oh, wait, wait, wait. There's one more. <laughs> There's one more. I keep forgetting. There's one more. You would want this person to do the outgoing message on your phone. Carl Castle. No. Oh. You, you would desperately want him to do it because his voice is synonymous. Bill Curtis. Well, his voice is now synonymous with foiled plans of trying to retrofit Soldier Field, and that's never, ever going to happen. Fantastic pictures. Think bigger. James Earl Jones. Correct. How about it? Way to go, Dan Bernstein. That was my favorite after somebody would fail in that in the in the final game, and then Dick Clark would come swaggering over. What if I right, said right? And, he would, and he'd lean on the railing and he'd give you the like the definitive answer, and the contestant would look at the celebrity and be like, "What the hell, Why man? Why did you think of that? Come on, you, Tony Randall. You cost me twenty five thousand dollars, Tony Danza. Good lord. He got list. Parkinson Spiegel. We'll talk to them next on the score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to twenty percent versus AT and T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.